Welcome to Recover and Thrive with Dr. Bob King and co-host Cindy Hall. In this program, we explain how diet, lifestyle, fitness, and faith come together to heal our bodies as well as our souls. There are only a few key building blocks to good health. And if you focus on each one, you should be on the way to feeling your best. Now, here is Dr. King. Welcome to to the launch of Recover and Thrive. This is Dr. Bob King and Cindy Hall. Um, Cindy is a medical missionary. We're doing uh, natural medicine or naturopathic medicine, and it differs from holistic medicine in its focus and its spiritual authority. We are Christian and not New Age Ayurvedic or Chinese, though I have had exposure to Ayurveda and uh, Mexican tribal medicine, and even some uh, Chinese medicine. The emphasis is on eight laws of health as the foundation for health and wholeness. Now these, uh, these eight laws are nutrition, exercise, pure water, and we use the water for hydration, cleansing, and heat transfer, sunshine, self-control, air, including the air quality and proper breathing, rest, and faith in God. The nutrition is crucial. I do like to uh, um, use food rules, um, there is a book that was written by uh, Michael Pollan that is called Food Rules. It is available on Amazon, and it calls it an eater's manual. It is anything but a, uh, well, a heavy read. It's very light, but the thing is just full of good wisdom. Now, nutrition can make you or it can break you. Um, most people, when they're young, do not even think about it. I've got uh, relatives, friends, patients that uh, will drop by and eat a hamburger and put uh, ketchup, mustard, and all kinds of things on it and not even think about it, and their bodies do not tell them anything about it. Now, the bodies do not complain for a long time. But uh, as oh, some of my friends in their early 40s are discovering, that eventually the body does catch up, and it, it has not only complaints, but debility or disability. And so I would like to warn as many as, uh, as would listen, and I do thank you for, um, for tuning in. I mean, thank you so much. But the, uh, the warning would be that the body does not have unlimited ability to cleanse itself or to um, remove toxic byproducts of the metabolism or the food that you eat, it eventually comes to a place to where it, it's going to get sick, the cells in the body are going to um, weaken, you'll be open with a weak immune system, and it can go downhill from there. What most people do when that happens is they'll go into a um, into a doctor's office and they'll say, I don't feel so good. And so the doctor will evaluate and come up with a diagnosis. And usually he will respond with, you need some medication. And in most cases, it's high blood pressure or diabetes. And so then, of course, the next thing that happens is that the uh, um, patient feels better. But as things go along, the, uh, well, the body starts um, presenting other symptoms 
because the uh, the medication is given side effects or presenting side effects. And so with the side effects, then he goes back to the doctor and he gets more medications. And so, well, most of them have side effects too. Oh, hi. Ah, yes. We, uh, now I would like to say we have this amazing studio, but uh, it's just us. And so, so at any rate, the uh, nutrition, uh, I think that's probably the, uh, the heaviest and the, the thing that people can do the most to preserve their, uh, their health and well-being. It is probably the easiest thing that they can do. Most people are not all that willing to make the change, though. Exercise is another thing you can do. And by exercise, I don't really mean the, uh, the heavy strength training or resistance training that is popular. It's not all that necessary to just maintain good health. Now, in my case, I am pretty advanced in years as far as most people would be concerned. And I came to a place to where I was going to die about 10 years ago. And if it had not been for a naturopath that came to see me, I would not have been here from about 2010 on. And so this can be, it can become very serious very fast. In my case, it was liver failure, followed by the kidney failure. And the naturopath was really good. He was able to help me out. But it became clear pretty soon that if I was going to survive, I was going to have to become a naturopath. And so that I did. Um, I hadn't really set out to do that because what we do is a benevolence ministry in Mexico. We had been very happily doing children's homes and taking care of, uh, of helpless people for since about um, 1986. And, yeah, about 86, and uh, I joined the staff in 96. Working fine, is happy, and then all of a sudden I started getting sick. And so I uh, started listening, enrolled, I got trained, and so now what we're doing is not only benevolence ministry, we are also working with, um, we've got a staff that is trained as medical missionaries. And so they're out helping the helpless in a, a wider range. They're no longer doing the children's homes, but we still feed a lot of people. And we do counsel them. We help them. We help them out with health issues and whatever else is available. I would appreciate your going and looking at our website, hungrykidsinternational.org. Our partners have uh, communicated with us through Post Office Box 87, Kimado, Texas, 78877. Now, the website needs a lot of work you know, because, after all, we're a benevolence ministry and we're not a commercial outfit. But... Uh, the uh, the donation button from PayPal does work, and I would certainly appreciate uh, people using it. So, uh, Cindy, you with us? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, all we right. had some technical We've... issues, but I'm here. Okay, Cindy is a medical oh. missionary and is... Uh, See, we've got what about a minute or so left. So, um, 
do you have any uh, any suggestions on uh, what to do for something like exercise or nutrition? Well, exercise, the best thing that I've found is, is walking. You just do a brisk walk for about 30 minutes a day, and it um, does wonders for the cardiovascular system. And um, breathing heavy and, and just that's real good exercise. Um, you don't have to do anything strenuous. Just um, steady walk. Risk walk. Do you do it out by the highway? No, no, you don't do it out by the highway, preferably under trees. Um, but you would go someplace where there's good, clean air, um, lots of sunshine. But don't do it in the heat of the day because that kind of defeats the purpose. But you, you, do, um, you do want to do it on, on, uh, out in the woods if you're or, if the woods are available where you are, but if you live in the city, then you would go to maybe the parks and do a brisk walk around the park. That would work real well. So, All right. Um, All right. Um, on our, on our um, address, um, Bob told you P.O. Box 87 in Kamado, and that's spelled Q-U-E-M-A-D-O, Texas, 78877. All right. Thank you. And up next, we'll be talking okay. about some food rules. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Niños del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, Indy. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at HungryKidsInternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. When a loved one is aging, family, friends, and caregiving supporters may have a lot of questions and be looking for the answers and guidance they need to take the next step. On Aging Life Network, host Nancy Oriola talks to professionals such as doctors, lawyers, authors, and other experts related to the field of aging. You'll learn more and, more importantly, reduce stress on yourself and your loved ones. Tune in every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Recover and Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. 
That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational.org. Now, back to Recover and Thrive. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Um, it's, I'm Bob King and it's Cindy Hall. Cindy Hall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, uh, now, this segment, we'll be working on uh, natural, uh, natural foods. The, uh, the kind of food you'd be looking at, looking for, would be non-GMO. Um, that is the genetically modified organisms. Um, so the uh, most common genetically modified foods in the system are soy and corn. Now it's almost impossible to to get. Uh, soy or corn products that you can verify do not have um, any kind of uh, genetic modification in any of the inputs. Um, there are there are people who try. That is, uh, there are suppliers who do try to do it, but uh, a, uh, there's these sources are fed by trucks into silos. And one truck with genetically modified soy or corn, this taints the whole load. And what makes it worse is that nobody even knows whether or not that's happened. And so it, uh, it does present itself as a problem, and particularly the United States. And the, the United States has leads the world in GMO products, particularly these two. Now, the big problem with the genetic modification is that our bodies were made for the foods that God made. And the farther away we get from it, the more stress and strain we have on the body. The, uh, the foods that we're supposed to be eating are obviously they contain the things that science has found. And I worked in the lab for a long time and did have some experience with separating uh, things out of the cells. Uh, my work had more to do with uh, um, ribosomal function phosphorylation and cell growth later in immunology. But uh, the, the foods that we eat contain principles that have vitamins, minerals, carbohydrates, proteins, and a whole bucket load of things that we don't know what are. And if we if they're not there, the body is going to miss them. Now, genetically modified foods are not so much taking things away as they are adding. The organisms are modified with the idea and the thought of making them um, last longer, either on the shelf or in the field, less susceptible to disease or to pests, and more profitable for the farmer to send to market. Well, that would be wonderful if the food was the same, well, the same quality as what was created for us. Now, I don't, like, uh, I'm not an evolutionist. And uh, I'm not really not apologetic about it because particularly when you're trying to deal with natural medicine, the body can't evolve. It can adjust, but there's no way you're going to be able to teach the body how to eat chemicals instead of food. Because eventually you're going to pay the price for it. And hundreds of thousands of years can pass and it's still going to be the same problem. Unnatural foods are toxic to the body. Now, back to uh, Michael Pollan's book. 
this one, like I said, is not a uh, uh, heavy reading. It's um, just light anecdotes. The book's name is Food Rules, F-O-O-D-R-U-L-E-S, an eater's manual. And you can learn a great deal from just reading the table of contents. For instance, in the What Should I Eat section, it says, eat food. And chapter two, don't eat anything your great-grandmother wouldn't recognize as food. Chapter three, avoid food products containing ingredients that no ordinary human could pronounce. Four, avoid food products that contain high fructose corn syrup. Five, avoid foods that have some form of sugar or sweetener listed very high on the list, like this, the top three ingredients. And then avoid food products containing ingredients that the third grader could not pronounce. Avoid foods that make health claims, um, such as what's common is the uh, um, heart healthy. Well, some of the foods may be, but only part of the ingredients of the foods are likely to be heart healthy. Um, the uh, Probably the best foods for you are the ones that don't have to make any claims. The low-fat foods actually do contain a lot of fat. It's just a different composition that doesn't qualify for the name fat. In other words, instead of triglycerides, you have diglycerides. And they make up the difference with sugar. So it's still not helping anything. And you know, they, he goes on with, with several of these, and it just makes me smile. So... Yeah, avoid foods that you see advertised on television. Why? Because they're highly processed. And then shop the peripheries of the supermarket and stay out of the middle. The, uh, the peripheries of the supermarket are where you find the, uh, the produce. That's where you find the dairy, find the meat. And that's what he's talking about. In the middle, you have food in a box and you know the best foods don't generally come in a box so then you also want or for that reason you also want to be eating foods that will eventually rot we all have heard of the story of the Twinkie that was 25 years old and when it was opened up, it was just as fresh as it was when it was uh, manufactured. It's uh, not going to be nourishing. But it tastes so good. <laughs> well, yeah, it does. Oh, man. And so, yeah, we're, I guess we're not, uh, not so much saying or putting ourselves up as, man, we would never do that. Yeah, we do. But to pay a price for it, and at least uh, at least we know where that came from. I'd uh, said earlier that I was dying, and so I have to have for myself a baseline diet that I can retreat to, and that diet is vegetables that are in as good a shape as I can get them, and living where we live, that's not all that easy. No, we don't usually have the farmer's markets down here. And so most everything has to be uh, trucked in. We're living uh, by the Rio Grande River, and it's, you know, there's not a whole lot growing in the steppe desert. Now, coming up on a break, and so now before we go, I would like to... Uh, remind you of the website, hungrykidsinternational.org. And uh, we are working on a presence uh, for uh, Facebook. Uh, 
but at this point, it's not happening. But uh, I do appreciate uh, the interest that you have. And uh, if you do want to send in a, uh, in a comment or a, a request for a topic, then Dr. Bob at uh, Hungry Kids International, dr.bob, hungrykidsinternational.org. So then uh, coming up next, we'll be talking about healing foods. That is, foods that you can look for that would actually help. And then we'll go into food combinations of what digests well with what. So uh, for the meantime, if a product has more than five ingredients, it's going to be hard to digest. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll be back after break, and uh, appreciate your listening. This is Dr. Bob. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Niños del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, ND. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at HungryKidsInternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Recover and Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational.org. Now, back to Recover and Thrive. Welcome back, everybody. Now, we're talking about healing foods in this segment. The... uh, yeah, fruits and vegetables. Everybody likes fruits and vegetables, right? Well, yum yum. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot more people like fruits than vegetables. But <laughs> uh, both are necessary, yet they do take turns. This, uh, even though they're both amazing, they don't digest all that well at the same time. So, uh, pretty much take your pick. Uh, fruits in the morning, vegetables, afternoon, and much of the evening. Uh, later on, some fruit's good. Now, let's see. Um, vegetables. Yeah, you want to eat a variety of vegetables, mostly leaves. Yeah, brightly colored vegetables. These are rich in antioxidants, and they are alkalizing. Both fruits and vegetables alkalize the body. Now, alkalization is important because the body functions best when it is near neutral and perhaps a little bit alkaline. Um, pH 7 is neutral. And when the body goes acidic, then it heads toward about pH 5. And 
when it gets that deep into acid territory, then it can have some infections that show up and uh, you know, start having kidney problems and bone problems because the calcium and magnesium are being leached out of the bones in order to you know, protect the kidneys. If the body goes to alkaline, which is kind of hard to do unless you have a, have a metabolic illness, um, like diabetic alkalosis, um, the, the alkaline side, once you get past something like uh, maybe 7.2 or maybe 7.5, starts getting painful. And so we do stri strive for a balance very close to 7 or maybe 6.5. You can tell pretty much how alkaline or acidic the body is um, by a, a urine test, the pH test of the urine. And that's best done in the morning. The pH strips are easily available. You can get them from now online retailers, if not at the pharmacy. And you'd uh, just collect some urine, a midstream sample that would be um, after the initial uh, flow, you collect and then uh, discard the, the rest of it. And then dip the, the test strip in and uh, blot it dry. About 15 seconds later, you read the color and compare it against a chart. And so generally, the urine is going to be slightly acidic. And that's, that's okay. It will be more acidic than the blood is. And uh, if, it, if your uh, pH measured that way, is six or greater, then you're probably doing pretty good. The way that we maintain that is to eat mostly um, vegetables and fruits. Meats and dairy do tend to acidify. Now, a lot of people would be surprised about the dairy, um, but the... Uh, the process of digestion of dairy foods ends up pulling out more calcium than it uh, provides as an input. And so it, uh, it is a food, but uh, you do have to be careful with it. Now, it would be noted that fruits require a slightly alkaline stomach environment, whereas the vegetables require an acidic uh, stomach environment. How can they be alkalizing? Well, like lemon juice, it goes in acidic, but by the time it's digested and reduces to ash, it's alkaline. Uh, whereas... Uh, Meats, on the other hand, are, they may go in slightly acidic and tangy, but their ash is strongly acid. Uh, cooked nuts are also acidic. And most of the foods that you, you like to eat are uh, acidifying. And, uh, so... Uh, Many people end up with uh, metabolic problems like, uh, well, diabetes is one of the, the results, but osteoporosis. And they're surprised because I'm taking calcium and I'm eating well. Why are my bones thinning out? The, uh, the problem is that uh, the meat, the bread and the dairy and many of the other things that uh, we commonly eat acidify the body and what the body has to do to protect the kidneys is to draw calcium 
burst out of the serum. But then when it runs out of that, it has to go into the bones as the reservoir for calcium and will draw it out, neutralize the, the acid with it, and then flush it out. Now, that process is accelerated if you're eating or, or drinking the phosphorylated beverages, the Cokes and the, uh, the bottled drinks and many of the um, those uh, monster drinks. They end up just putting a, uh, a real bad stress on the bones. It also is not good for the kidneys because the, the calcium draw from the bones is much more of an emergency measure than it is what the body should normally be doing. Now, we were, we were made to eat vegetables and fruits and some meat, but uh, not too much. That is, meat should be used more as a flavoring than a, uh, a staple food. I know I've, I lost a lot of people there. But yeah, if you want, on toes now. yeah, really. Well, you want long-term health, then it's really your choice. Um, so, no, I'm not making you do anything. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, you know, just like you would not want to be putting paint-colored gasoline in the car, you you want to be putting something in that it'll burn. And so, no, Cindy, you got Plainly. some. Yeah, I got some examples of food like vegetables that you'd want to be eating? Well, you'd want to eat uh, vegetables like celery or carrots or romaine lettuce, squashes. There's a, a lot of different squashes. You've got the uh, the summer and the winter varieties. And mm -hmm. uh, the squashes can be, um, some of them can be eaten raw in your salad. They're really good that way. Or you can cook them or make them into a soup. Really good soups. And yeah, the, I just um, had one. Green, yeah, you did. It's good too. The uh, leafy green vegetables, um, such as the kale and cabbage, spinach, the chards, endive, sprouts. Mm -hmm. Those are all really good. You put um, mix them up in a, in a salad with your your. Um, Carrots, your sliced carrots, or your celery, or your squash, and that makes a really good, healthy salad. And it's so good, and it's easy to digest. And you've All also right. got so um, artichokes. I'm sorry, what, Bob? Yeah, so it is. Yeah. They are good. Yes, it is. <laughs> you've got artichokes, um, and then uh, the tomatoes and the potatoes and the eggplants. You eat those with caution. Bob, you can explain that one. Oh, the solanines? Yeah, solanine yes. is a type of plant that uh, uh, is related to the uh, belladonna poisonous tomato. They, uh, they have a, an irritant that binds with calcium in the body and can, uh, can be very poisonous. In this case, their uh, oh, potatoes are fine, tomatoes and, and eggplants. But you want to rotate them so that you don't end up with uh, reactions against them or uh, with um, oh, upset tummy or appetite exhaustion. If... Uh, you rotate those, say, every few days, then you shouldn't have too much trouble with it. Oh, now, uh, the artichoke. Artichoke is really good for liver. And more people have liver problems than uh, know about the liver problems. Now, you can tell that your liver is giving you trouble when you don't have all that much patience when uh, 
most everything hurts or you're having trouble thinking and don't really understand why. Um, the the more pronounced the uh, the liver problem is, the, the more careful you have to be to reason cause to effect. And so the foods like dandelion and artichoke are very helpful with, uh, with support for the liver. So, all right, got anything else, Cindy? The, um, the sweet potatoes. We can talk about the sweet potatoes. Yeah. And they, they have a, a significant antioxidant content. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're classified as an anti-diabetic, even though um, their sugar content They're sweet. is high. <laughs> They're sweet, the sweet potato, but yet the diabetics can eat them. Uh-huh. Oh, so you can explain that one. Oh, well, they have, they, they nourish. Now, diabetes is not uh, necessarily or even primarily a sugar disease that is caused more from the bad fats that mm-hmm. are uh, <laughs> that are causing problems both in the insulin receptors in the cells and then also with the uh, you know, binding with insulin uh, in the blood and so that creates a problem yeah all right well we are coming up on a break and so uh, i'd like Again, to remind you of the website, hungrykidsinternational.org. You can look and see what we do. And uh, our uh, contact address is P.O. Box 87, Quemado, Texas, Q-U-E-M-A-D-O, Texas 78877, right along the Rio Grande River. And uh, our work mostly is in Mexico. The radio is a new thing, yeah. but uh, that's we. I am having fun with it. I do hope that you are. And so, yes. Now, coming up, I'll, we'll start working with uh, food combinations, and then it looks like we're running out of time. So, uh, we're coming up on a break. And so, thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Niños del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, ND. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at HungryKidsInternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you sometimes feel like being healthy and living pain-free is beyond your reach? If you are plagued by poor health and worry that you'll have to live with it for the rest of your life, we have good news for you. There is hope, and it starts right here, right now. Join host Stephanie Parrish for the Vitality Health Show. You'll learn about alternative therapies and natural solutions that really work. Reclaim your good health and your quality of life. Listen to the Vitality Health Show every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time 
and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Recover & Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational.org. Now, back to Recover and Thrive. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. The, we, yeah, we were uh, working with, uh, with foods. Uh, food combinations are an important thing. Um, most people will eat, sit down, and eat a dinner and not even consider how in the world the thing's digested. They'll, uh, and when you're young, you can get away with that. Um, but it does help to understand what the body has to do in order to process the food. In, and the better you understand it, the more you would be able to, um, to figure what kind of problems you're having uh, when digestion issues do show up. Uh, for instance, the, uh, the stomach can uh, digest or is, is designed to digest mostly protein. But it also can digest carbohydrates and it uh, begins to di- and goes a long way in digesting the, the fats, the lipids. But uh, it will not completely digest anything. Its main job is just to start breaking things down. The uh, starches are mostly digested in the mouth. That is not down fully to sugars, but starch is broken down from the the hard, crunchy, uh, starchy materials to a, a syrup. And then a little later, it would be almost a watery syrup. And so this is one of the benefits of chewing for chewing your food for a long time. The stomach is not well suited for digesting carbohydrates. It can do it if there is nothing else in the stomach. Uh, but uh, if there is, then digestion of starches stops the moment you swallow it. And it does not pick up again until after it uh, it leaves the uh, um, stomach and goes into the small intestine. And then the pancreas has picked it up. But if there... Uh, if there is a, a lot of, uh, of starch mixed in with protein food in particular, then you're giving an invitation to bacteria and sometimes fungus to ferment the starch while it's just sitting there. So uh, you have to be careful with that. So the general rules would be to eat acids and starches at separate meals, eat protein foods and carbohydrate foods at separate meals, eat only one concentrated protein food at a meal, and then eat proteins and acids at separate meals, eat fats and proteins at separate meals, eat sugars and proteins at separate meals, eat sugars and starches at separate meals, actually. Then eat melons alone. Now, a lot of people say, I can't eat melons. They give me gas. I'm allergic to them. Probably not. Uh, What the problem is, is that uh, when you eat a melon with anything else, it invites fermentation. But if you eat a melon, such as a watermelon or a cantaloupe, and let that suffice for your meal, then within an hour, the stomach will be clear, you will get the benefit of the food, and you'll be doing good. So uh, those are a quick summary of the food combining rules. We'll have to go into them more on a different show. Uh, 
So, at any rate, it is, it is good to, to be able to come in on a show. I'm not really used to talking to a microphone and a blank screen. I'm much more accustomed to having people looking at me, and so when they're looking puzzled, I go, oh, they're not getting that. Or if uh, they look happy, I'm going, okay, well, we'll do more of that. So talking to a microphone is a little more difficult. So uh, we'll go over the, the basics for this show. There are relatively a few ingredients involved with recovery and subsequent thriving in life. And these amount to the eight laws of health. The, uh, there are foods that you'd want to avoid for the nutrition part of these laws. Foods to seek out because you get the nutrition from them. There are certain meats that are beneficial, but most Americans eat far too much meat. You'd be best off eating less, and the body would be much less alkaline for it. I mean, excuse me, much less acid for it. So we would like you to uh, drop by the, the website. You'll notice that what we're doing as a ministry is not primarily medical. We are primarily doing benevolence ministry. We are ministering to helpless people, and our money doesn't come from patients. It, uh, we're, it comes from partners who just love what we're doing, and they have supported us, and many of them for 30 years or more. And so we've been very happy to have loyal people. But uh, primarily, we have uh, website contact and then the post office box, 87, Kimado, Texas, 78877. And so until next week, this is Dr. Bob King and Cindy Hall. And, and we're Hall. wishing you well. <laughs> That's right. Wishing you well. And so God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Recover and Thrive. Please join Dr. Bob King and Cindy Hall next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week.